0: Monday, December eleventh. It is your morning ritual with me, Gary Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two sons Most stimulating talk. Uh, sorry, there are this breaking news. We're trying to get a hold of it, uh, and it's part of the three things that I think you need. Times Square. I think it's at the uh, Port Authority, and uh, nothing is confirmed yet. By the way, we don't know if it's terrorism or anything else or whatever. But uh, what else would it be? You know, is it just a freaky gas explosion? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, no signs or or reports of injuries yet, or anything like that. But the sun is up, and it is uh, it is near time. Squirm yeah, Forty Second Street, which is right there. But I think it's a few. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's not the same avenue. So anyway, we will um, we'll get to the latest on that. That's that is a big deal. Uh, one person is now in custody, according to the New York Police Department. That's the latest that we're getting right now. One person is in custody. So, uh, just, just keep an eye out on that. Man, oh man, oh man. A uh, second thing that I think you need to know is that, uh, Congressman Devin Nunez told Fox News he believes that he has evidence of FISA warrant abuse. FISA warrant abuse. Man, oh man, oh man. That is, that's a big deal right there. FISA warrant abuse. That means that uh, they abuse the system to be able to get to uh, to spy on Trump and his uh, his associates. That is not good, right there. Not good at all. Third thing that I think you need to know is that man. This is this is a story that I saw over the weekend. I'm like, how can they screw up this so badly? Uh, they're going to try to fix it. They better fix it. But apparently, leave it to the big uh, business uh, amnesty loving Republicans to screw this one up. Um, Illegal aliens could actually get uh, some tax credit. They can get some big-time credits with this new upcoming tax. You want to know how and why? Because apparently it says here, and this was in the Washington Times, um, there's a refundable t- tax credit. It's been there for years, an IRS interpretation of how the rule was drafted. Uh, the Republicans that control Congress could have actually changed it and said you must have a Social Security number to actually collect on the child tax credit but as of now the house and the senate wrote it and they don't require that you must that a worker must have a social security number to claim a child tax credit just the child having a social security number that is garbage that is garbage and they they should they should fix it uh those are three things that i think you need to know by the way, Leah Marquez-Peterson, Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce CEO. Also, apparently, she hasn't officially announced it, but it's been reported that she's going to run for Congress, and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. I talked about it on Friday uh, as one of the three things a lot because it's weird that she's running against Martha McSally, right? She's running against, and then Martha hasn't publicly announced or officially announced she's running for Senate against uh, against Kelly Ward. This is like a gigantic mess, Martha told uh, Congressman Schweiker, Yeah, I'm going to do it. And he told the press, which was weird. And she still hasn't said anything about it. But, but, um, Leah Marquez Peterson has already said, I'm going to run for the Republican, uh, ticket for Martha McSally's seat. So what the heck is going on? I said, You know, look, you know, she's the head of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber. We've had her in here before. She's very nice, but we disagree on some things, uh, including the wall and some other stuff. So, She's going to be in studio. She sent me a message on Friday after the show. She said, hey, I'd like to talk to you about this. And oh, Okay, so I'm assuming she's running then. So she'll be in here at 8.10 this morning. You don't want to miss that. 8.10 this morning. Uh, and now, yeah, they're saying uh, pipe bomb. A pipe bomb blast. Let's just go with this. A pipe bomb blast. It's at the uh, Port Authority in New York City, which is near Times Square. But, man, a pipe bomb blast. So now... um. I mean, you have all this, you never know when terrorists, I'm not saying this is a terrorist attack, but you never know when terrorists are going to attack. And they always say they're going to do stuff around the holidays. They do stuff all the time, whenever they get a chance. Um, An explosion was felt around uh, 4.30 in the morning, our time, 6.30 in the morning, their time, out out there in New York City, near the Port Authority bus terminal in Midtown Manhattan. It's a block from Times Square. Uh, The fire department said they located a device near the passageway between the A and the 1 trains. And it's possible it was a terror attack. One man was taken into custody who was carrying a device on him. This is from the Daily Mail. CNN reports, it appears the subway station was not the intended target and the pipe bomb the suspect was carrying went off prematurely, injuring him in the process. His identity has not been released. So, I mean, it's not like people generally carry pipe bombs around for fun, you know. It doesn't really work that way. But the uh, Port Authority was evacuated. Uh, One person's in custody. Is this another thing where you have a dopey terrorist? I mean, this is the best they have. Remember, there was a Times Square bomber. People don't know about this. This is, what, 10 years ago maybe? Where the guy literally was trying to blow up a car with explosives in it, but just couldn't do it correctly. And he was caught. And then you have um, the underwear bomber. Remember him? On the plane, he couldn't do it correctly either. And the shoe bomber. He was screwed. Somebody stopped the shoe bomber. I mean... there's all kinds of uh all kinds of screw ups when it comes to terrorists, and not the brightest bulbs. Uh, but that's uh that's the latest. Um at least it says that nobody was killed, and if it's just him. But I'm sure, you know, they better interrogate the you know what out of this guy. So that's the latest uh from this morning when it comes to uh this explosion out there in New York City. Keep it on KNST AM seven ninety all day long. Listen on iHeartRadio. You find KNST there, iHeartRadio.com or KNST.com. We will get you the latest when it comes to uh, all of the, uh, the news about this uh, possible. We don't know a possible terror attack. Again, how can it not be? Right? How can it not be? Uh, was he trying to? Uh, I mean, you think about it. It's near Times Square, big tourist trap. They want to destroy our economy. Um, Port Authority. They want to stop people from traveling. They want to scare people from taking mass transit in New York City. Good luck with that. Good, lu- good luck with that. Um, and I love this. Um, reports say it could have been a lone actor. Yeah, by himself. But, I mean, this they're not just lone like by themselves. They get coaching different places. Enough is enough. So uh, it will screw up traffic if you've ever been to New York City and taken the subways the A, C, and E. Some of the subways go to the similar areas. They just over, off by a few blocks. They'll get around it. But uh, there, there are so many different lines you can take. So anyway, uh, that's the latest when it comes uh, to to that. Now, my phone was—I uh, probably shouldn't say—blowing up after this whole situation. But nobody was killed. Uh, my phone was going crazy on Friday night. Uh, even my wife's phone. Friday night, her friends. I love Trump because he was giving that speech out in Pensacola, Florida. Beautiful area, by the way. My favorite beaches in the whole world.
1: Nobody texting.: Are there?
0: Either. Well, I wasn't texting. I was just getting. Well, nobody. Yeah. You were probably passed out. Friday night.
1: Yeah. I was at an office party.
0: There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the Trumpster was on a rampage. He was in. Uh, he was in a phenomenal form. He does great at these things. And he said, I want to cut through the uh, the media. I want to cut through the fake news media and talk directly to you. And he talked about all kinds of different things. All kinds of different stuff. Um, mocking the resistance movement. I mean, it, he was, and the, just the way he connects, just the things he was saying, off the prompter, on the prompter, doesn't matter. Uh, this is... It, it it's what he said. It's a substance as to why he won. But I think people care so much about him and will stand up for him. They literally will go to bat for this guy because they feel, I mean, they, they connect. They really feel that he's being honest. It's the first politician that you feel is actually honest, right? And how in different stories, the trade deficits, all kinds of stuff. I mean, it really was amazing what he was saying. And I'll have highlights for you. We'll start those coming up. Uh, there's also a, a story I have. Um, I got a little inside info uh, from a listener about apparently uh, snowflake stuff going on over there at the U of A, helping the students at the University of Arizona deal with the pressure of finals week. What's going to happen when they have to do reports for work or, you know, they're under the gun for work? Are they going to be provided therapy dogs at work? That's what I want. I mean, this is the stupidest crap. We'll get to all that. Don't go anywhere. The Trump stuff coming up, then the U of A stuff. It's just, and then the latest on this uh, explosion in New York City where it looks like the only person hurt was the guy carrying the pipe bomb And it looks like it went off prematurely. Uh, We'll continue in about six. (laughs) Premature. (laughs) Don't. Isn't there a drug for that? (laughs) Anyway, KNST, AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Wow, 628. Garrett Lewis with you. 59 degrees uh, outside. 72 for the high day. Should be in the 70s all week long. Beautiful. Um, The New York police chief uh, has just announced apparently... This is an ISIS inspired attack. It's pretty early. When things are reported early, you know how they like go back and and correct mistakes and things like that. But that'd be a pretty pretty big matzo ball to be left hanging out there. Um, but apparently, uh, it, it, I just saw a flash up there. Uh, Bill Bratton said uh, it was an ISIS inspired attack. Out there in New York City. Again, if you're just tuning in, Port Authority is closed. Uh, About a block from Times Square, a guy was carrying a pipe bomb. Reports say he wasn't trying to detonate it because he still had it on him, but apparently it went off anyway. He was the only person hurt in the explosion. He's under arrest. Um, So, man. (sighs) Got to see who's getting into this country, don't we? Don't we? All right, let's play a couple of quick uh, sound bites of the Trumpster. There are some—I mean, there's really good stuff in here, and there's really funny stuff. But I think we should start off with uh, with some of the good stuff. Um, As a matter of fact, let's do uh, let's do 143 first. Speaking of this, we had a terrorist attack. He's talking about uh, well, basically, who should come to this country. Listen to this. Here we go. Vetting
1: because America is more than just a place on a map. America is a nation. America is a family America is ours to love and to cherish and to protect and to take care of and that's what we're doing we're going to take care of this country for our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and we're not going to let People come into our country who are going to destroy our country and that may or may not be politically correct, but honestly, I don't care. We have to do the right yep. thing. We have to do the right thing. This is why people love this guy. Again,
0: this is Friday night in Pensacola, Florida. Uh, now, something that, you know, this probably won't get a lot of attention, and it's it's sad that it should. He was talking about NATO. And NATO countries have been rude to us by not paying us and things like I mean, it's just, you know what, play 148 real quick, and then we'll go to Germany. Uh, well, there's so much I want to play here. go Hit this one.
1: And I've strengthened our relationships with America's allies and asked other NATO members to pay their fair share. And now the money is pouring in. Yep. The money is pouring in. Remember, I went to NATO a year ago and these fake people back here, they were saying the Donald Trump's performance <laughs> at NATO was unacceptable. You know why? You know why they said it? because I told the people of NATO standing right behind me while they were standing behind me, they've been delinquent. They haven't been paying. I said, you got to pay, you got to pay. You got to pay. And now they've taken in because of that. And I guess I implied, if you don't pay, we're out of there, right? And I took more heat from the press. They said, Donald Trump was rude to our allies. Well, they're rude to us when they don't pay that's right right that's right
0: they are and then last one again he's apparently he said NATO he told us NATO countries are now paying 11 they've paid us 11 billion dollars since he said you better pay us why have other president's demanded that and then he dealt with Germany one more 150 Angola over in Germany. this again these are the things you're like this is why I wanted this guy in there you think Jeb would have demanded this listen to this here we go
1: it helps them a hell of a lot more than it helps us nato okay i was protecting and them they should pay germany's paying one percent we're paying four percent explain that one to me right and germany has unsustainable cash flow i read a report their cash flow is unsustainable so i said to angela i said angela send a little of that cash flow our way <laughs> and she said but donald because we're protecting them. We have 40,000 soldiers in Germany. Nobody even knows that. I said, Angela, let us have some. She said, Donald, the German people wouldn't be happy with that. I said, Well, you know what? The American people aren't happy with the way we have it now. Okay? That's
0: right. So finally, someone's speaking up for you, right? So we have that. We'll have more throughout the entire show because we're going to sprinkle it in because it's just its too much. I'll put the entire uh, speech, by the way. On my page at KNST.com. So it, it will be there. Okay? It will be there. Um, now, um, we're going to get to in about six minutes uh, this story. Apparently some college students were kicked out of a student-run coffee shop on campus because of what they were wearing. I will tell you about that. First, here's the latest on that possible terrorist attack. We don't know yet. That's coming up right now with Fox. Talk. 640 on this Monday. Hope your weekend went well. Uh, it's going to be warm here, which is nice. You see the blizzard in Buffalo. If you uh, were one of the four people watching the NFL this weekend, anyway. What um,
2: so, those guys are
1: doing?
0: Good. Yeah, well, <laughs> three things I think you need to know. Apparently, there was a, an explosion this morning in New York City, a block from Times Square uh, near the at the uh, the Port Authority. Uh, the only person hurt is the person that was carrying the pipe bomb. Former New York Police Department Commissioner Bill Bratton says it was an ISIS-inspired attack. I Man, how can it not be? But nobody officially has said anything yet. Um, however, uh, again, uh, he had a a pipe bomb strapped to him, and apparently it went off. He's now in custody. He was the only person hurt. Nobody, nobody, nobody else. Uh, we'll get to the latest throughout the day here. Uh, it's just kind of chaotic, as you can imagine. Um... Amazing that the guy didn't die. How do you have a bomb is is strapped to you? You don't die. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, second thing that I think you need to know, kind of a big deal. Uh, Congressman, Republican Congressman Devin Nunez says uh, he told Fox News that he believes that there was abuse and he has evidence of abuse of uh, FISA abuse, meaning uh, when they went to the FISA court, uh, the the, uh, FBI and the DOJ to, to be able to legally spy on Trump. Uh, He believes there was FISA abuse going on. He has investigators, he believes, have the evidence of that. How about that one, huh? That's kind of crazy. The third thing that I think you need to know, uh, let's change this one. I think this is kind of a big deal. Uh, A poll shows, this is a political poll, I believe, a poll shows that Democrats and swing voters do not think, you ready for this? Amnesty for DACA is very important. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, who are the Democrats fighting for? Who are the ones out there screaming for DACA amnesty besides big business, you know, rhino Republicans and this, right? Apparently, according to a poll by Politico and the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health, only 20% of swing vote swing voting independents think it's extremely important priority for uh, DACA illegal aliens to get amnesty. Just 20 percent. So I'm telling the country, it's it's going back to the way it is. Twenty six percent Democrats, more Democrats, about twenty six percent say giving amnesty to DACA legal island should not be a priority. Wow. Uh, only 20 percent. Say it should be. And 26 percent say it should not be. So how about that? Three things I think you need to know. Um so again, what if there's new information about this Times Square stuff? I will pass it on as the show continues. Uh, so just keep it right here. Leah Marquez Peterson, Tucson Hispanic Chamber CEO, is going to be on at eight ten this morning in the studio with me because apparently she is going to announce she's going to uh, try. She's running as a Republican in CD two, Congressional District two. It's Martha McSally's seat now. Martha hasn't said she's leaving except she told apparently David Schweikert in Congress passing by, and he told everybody, and she still hasn't said anything. So that's that's crazy. I don't know what's going on. Why is she running? What does she believe in? We've had her in here. She and the Chamber of Commerce were against the wall. We'll see. Uh, well, I have questions. Let's put it that way. I have questions. It should be interesting. All right. Now, let, let me just uh, tell you, There, there is, a, this is this is the best. The snowflakes are going crazy. And I'll put this video up at knsd.com. Just give me some time. We've had breaking news this morning. Uh, but you get to hear it. Fordham University out there in, uh, in New York, in New York City. Fordham University. Apparently, they have a student-run coffee shop. And they want to be very nice, very welcoming. Um, what other word am I looking? I mean, very accepting, right? Tolerant. Inclusive. Include thank you. Inclusive. Thank you, Ryan. Inclusive. There's my job. Dare I say they want to have a uh, they have they want it to be a safe space for everyone except Trump supporters. Yep. Uh Fordham University College Republicans were at the Student-run coffee shop right there on the campus. They're students. Student-run on the campus. They were told, get out. Get out. This is not safe. We, You, you are violating the safe space policy just by being here. Quote, you are wearing hats that completely violate safe space hol- us policy. The hats. The hats. Oh, yeah. I want you to hear it first, and then you'll hear the, the girl doing the, the coffee chick. Uh, she's the best. Listen to this. Here we go. me. Thank you. Five
2: minutes. If you don't leave, I'm going to get you out. Thank
1: you. This, is
2: like, this says nothing about supporting a successful identity. Minutes. Five this minutes. This Get out. Five minutes. You have no Yeah, I actually do. On what I'm route? protecting my customers. From what? Where are your customers? <laughs> we bought something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want people like you supporting this club. Oh. Well, then you should include. No, that. But but I here wants want you're to. My people like yeah, me then want our our then want give it, me want Yeah, then, then you supporting our Then i a i give you five minutes. Yeah. Then give us all refunds and we'll leave. Well you drink it? Yeah. Well, if you if have, have your coffee. coffee. I have an Do actually not actually. try to outsmart me. Ah. I'm giving you four, so it's four it's minutes now. Four minutes? Four minutes. I didn't have my coffee. i a refund. Four minutes. I have the right to take a picture of this document. Okay, four minutes. Please pack yourself up and go. Thank you very much. Very soon, it will be three minutes. Wow, You're trying please. to be threatening. Why are you being threatened? Because you are threatening the integrity of our club. How? This is a community standard. You are wearing half of a completely violent Oh! This How? volume. I'm just, just going this to of take it off where you have to go. This yes, thing. it does. What is that? <laughs> three minutes. Three, three, three minutes already. Fascism, Nazis, okay? I do what do you see, want? I do three not, minutes. Not, I do not see fascism, Nazis on this hat. I three see it on everything. Three minutes. Three
0: minutes. First off, she went from five minutes to three minutes. The whole video is a minute 23. Uh, and the hats that said fascism and Nazism... Said MAGA on it, make America great again, which is fascism, Nazi. Don't you look, I guarantee she'd probably be like, we don't need a wall. We don't need, let them in here, but you can't be in here. <laughs> don't try to outsmart me. <laughs> oh, is that brilliant or what? Fordham University, oh, it gets better. It gets better. So uh, apparently wearing Make America Great Again hats violates the safer space policy, safer, not safe, safer space policy. Uh, the coffee shop is called Rodrigues, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E apostrophe S. Yes, Rodrigues. Um, so anyway, uh, there's information about this, about Rodrigues. It says Rodrigues strives to be a safer space on Fordham's campus. For these reasons, consider the following. This is on there. They put this out there. I mean, it's a safer space. It's run by students. It's for students. Unless they wear MAGA hats, then it's horrible. Ready? The, consider the following. Do not make assumptions about someone's gender, sexuality, race, class, or experiences. Be aware of your own identity while being considerate of the personhood of your peers. Be mindful of the ways in which your words and actions impact others. Hmm. I'm tired of this mindful. Yeah, well... Be aware of the boundaries of others' space, physical or otherwise, and respect their consent. No racism, no sexism, no homophobia. If you feel that someone has transgressed this policy, we want you to feel comfortable confronting them or approaching a member behind the counter who is available as a resource to assist you. That is their safer space policy. Of course, it's all out the window. None of it matters if you support Trump because then you're just a... You know, <clears throat> you're a piece of crap. Uh, by the way, seventy thousand bucks a year to go to Fordham University. Seventy thousand bucks. Student, I get. Apparently, um, the student volunteers who work at the coffee shop were aware at the time that some students perceived them as uh, unfriendly uh, hipster. Wait, 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 there was okay. There's a 2013 profile. This is what it is. Rodriguez open to all. Yeah, right. Reiterating that the shop is the only on-campus club that provides a daily tangible service to all members of the Fordham community through low-priced organic and fair-trade coffee drinks, as well as an open community space. Uh, Students, uh, student volunteers who work at the shop were aware at the time that some of the students perceived them as unfriendly hipsters. Um, One college Republican told Campus Reform, we went there because we wanted to test the unwritten rule that conservatives were banned from the coffee shop. We went there and just started doing some homework and studying, then we were asked to leave. We're, we're tuition paying students. This school's over $70,000 a year in tuition. I feel I have the right to go into all buildings that other students are allowed to go into. I have the right to wear what I want to wear, express my own political views. Tolerance. Tolerance. Don't try to outsmart me. <laughs> I love that. Don't try, which means I'm really dumb and I'm not going to win this. Don't say anything. I'm just going to say your words offend me because they're too smart for me. <laughs> Don't try to outsmart me. Oh, is that, that genius or what? Oh, boy. All right, coming back in five, uh, one more college story. U of A, uh, they are trying to help out the delicate snowflakes at the U of A uh, by uh, dealing with their their stresses of finals. Guess what U of A students are being provided to deal with the stresses of finals. That's coming up in five. KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. right, 707. How you doing? It's Monday morning. It is your morning ritual with uh, me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, There was an explosion this morning, a block from Times Square. At uh, the Port Authority, apparently a, a man was walking with a pipe bomb strapped to his chest and it went off prematurely. Premature explosion. Uh, This has got to be, obviously, terrorism. It hasn't been declared officially yet, but how can it not be? People don't generally just walk around without, you know, doing that without wanting to commit terrorism. So give me a break. Uh, I'm seeing different. I I saw one report that there's a man in his 20s. Now I'm seeing that it's a 37-year-old resident of Brooklyn being reported by uh, JTA.org. A a 37-year-old resident of Brooklyn who's lived in the U.S. for the last seven years. Hmm. I, I... I want to get information. I don't want to jump to it though, because we gotta see what happens here. Cause sometimes people get everything wrong. And anyway, uh bottom line is he's the only one that was hurt and he's alive and in custody and he's stable. So they will be asking him what the heck is going on. So there there you go. Remember all the warnings. Uh Christmas time. ISIS gonna do Christmas attacks, Christmas attacks, everything. Well, we're close, we're two weeks out. Second thing that I think you need to know. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Congressman Devin Nunez. Devin Nunez told Fox News that uh, his investigators, he believes, has uh, evidence that uh, the FISA war, the FISA court was tampered with. Yep. It's kind of a big deal, right? Isn't it a big? It's kind of a big deal. FISA abuse. Didn't really get that much uh that much play, I, I I don't know why, it's, it's a huge, that's what was used to, to get the warrant to spy on Trump and Trump associates. Anyway, third thing that I think you need to know is a poll shows that generally people, even Democrats, don't even find a DACA amnesty to be very important. For Democrats, a DACA extension shared an eighth place ranking in priority list of 15 named issues. This is a poll by Politico and uh, the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. Eighth, it was just ahead of renegotiating NAFTA, far behind taking action to lower prescription drug prices. Independence put it as the 11th place priority, ahead of increasing spending on national defense, well behind reducing federal taxes on individuals and businesses. Yep, they're going to lose again. That's their biggest thing. Uh, when asked, people are asked about limiting unauthorized immigration into the U.S., 65% of Democrats said it should not be a priority, while 38% of Republicans said it should be an extremely important priority. So there's a little bit of issues, but to give amnesty, people are like, I want jobs, I want my money. I want my money. goes across party lines. I want my money. So you have dumb Democrats and big, stupid rhino Republicans, big business rhino Republicans, that are uh, all about this. But America just doesn't care. Special interest, baby. It's what it is. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, Leah Marquez Peterson, the Tucson Hispanic Chamber CEO, apparently she is going to announce uh, she's running for Congress. She wants Martha McSally's up. She's running as a Republican. You already have a two-term incumbent in Martha McSally who has not officially said she's running for Senate for Jeff Flake's seat. But she told David Schweikert off the record, he told the media she's been silent ever since. Now, all of a sudden, Leah Marquez Peterson says, I'm running for Congress. Is she just challenging Martha, which we'll ask her all this stuff and uh, get her views on lots and lots of things. She was not in favor of renegotiating NAFTA from what I believe. If she could tell me wrong. She contacted me after Friday show when I talked about her uh, and uh, she's not in, in in favor of the wall either. So maybe she's changed. Maybe she hasn't. We'll find out three things I think you need to. know. She's coming up at 810, 810 this morning. Um, now. Um, the Trumpster. And again, I'll get you all the latest information if there's anything new. And I'm sure there will be. Right um there'll there'll be new uh new information throughout the morning about the explosion in New York City but there's nothing new right now again the only person hurt was the guy that had the pipe bomb so keep it here so uh the Trumpster this is this is a big deal I want to play some sound bites he gave a uh, a speech and he was look he's in his element Pensacola Friday night phones blowing up throughout the night my wife's even it was people are texting her uh, messaging or everything. Oh my God, he was just great. I mean, these are you wouldn't think about it. These are. I'm not trying to be sexist, but you would. Women sitting around on a Friday night watching the president speak. Women in their 30s watching the president speak. Uh he was in the zone. Let's put it that way, okay? Uh let's let's even play. I mean, he started off. I mean, I'll put the whole thing on my page at knst.com. I'm trying to get the other stuff up there, but it's just kind of being a pain. We're having some issues with our. Website system for uploading things I don't know why we shouldn't error? no, no, it's the error of this system. Did you double check the user? I'm pretty sure let's do 135. The user? easy easy. you lose your eyesight that way. Oh. 135 here's here's the yeah here's What's the that? Trumpster uh, talking about um, the media 135
2: Ryan Sorry. He come on,
0: stop laughing. I'm not trying to be funny. jerk here he, here he is starting off his speech here we go
1: so tonight we're going to speak straight to the american people That's why people like them and cut right through the fake news media right, there. Yep. right through, right through we're going to speak the plain truth and really the truth that you just want to hear you have to hear they don't want to hear but and, and by the way, did you see all the corrections the media's been making? Yeah, They're they saying, Sorry, did we some, some on a- Friday. They've been doing that all year. They never apologized. Maybe that comes with being the president. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They've been apologizing left and right. They took this fraudster from ABC. They suspended him for a month. They should have fired him for what he wrote. Wow. He drove the stock market down 350 points in minutes. Which, by the way, tells you they really liked me, right? When you think of it. Yep. And you know what he costs people? And I said to everybody, get yourself a lawyer and sue ABC News. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: then he decided to go to CNN because CNN published some kind of a a fake story about WikiLeaks and emails to the Trump people and things like that. And it, it was wrong. They had to issue an they kind of issued an apology, then they turned into an attack on, on Trump. I mean, it was it's a big deal. Um, it is funny. They have a show called Reliable Sources on CNN. It's the, the complete opposite of CNN. All right? Um, Daily Caller called them out. Reliable Sources, their Sunday mornings, failed to live up to that billing, and it's discussion of a massive screw-up they did on a CNN story about Trump world that the network was forced to correct on Friday. This is what Trump was talking about. Uh, Brian Stetler addressed the blunder of his network of CNN for a couple of minutes, offering a brief review of the reporting story. And he then quoted the network's PR department, which downplayed the scandal. Shocker, right? He then put out uh, Carl Bernstein, who hates Trump. He's the Watergate, you know, Woodward and Bernstein, uh, and they started attacking Trump because he attacked CNN for putting out fake news. They turned their own screw up into themselves. They used that to attack Trump. I mean, this is. Apparently, uh, this, this, is, this is what it comes down to. CNN walked into a scandal of its own. They had a reporter named Manu Raju reporting congressional investigators had been provided an email suggesting that Don Trump, Don Jr., and other Trump associates were offered a preview of emails that had been hacked by the Democrats, possibly by Russian operatives. The email, which CNN reported was dated September 4th, 2016, included a decryption key to access the documents. Raju said, quote, multiple sources provided the information about the email, but after several hours of this kind of unbelievable coverage of the story, CNN's reporting fell apart. The email was obtained by The Daily Caller and other news outlets. It was actually dated September 14th, 2016, a day after the documents cited in the email had been published online. Whoops. So the revelation of the actual date of the email showed that instead of super secret preview of stolen documents, a random person reached out to Trump World to point out documents that were already released. But CNN said, oh, they got this. It was They were given this stuff. And it turns out they weren't given it. It was already released to the whole world. And somebody sent it to them. CNN corrected the article. They did not retract it. So they used that to try to rag on Trump. Right? Bernstein said, look, reporters, journalists make mistakes. Our record as journalists in covering this Trump story in Russia is pretty good. Really? That's funny. So then Trump said something this about CNN, 136. Right after that. Here we go, 136. This is just funny. Here we go
1: and then cnn apologized just a little while ago they apologized oh thank you cnn thank you so much you should have been apologizing for the last two years
0: ah yes <laughs> there's that whoops true whoops they should have been they should have been sad and then he went after the resistance movement 139 this is just and this is just classic uh-huh. trump This is just classic Trump. Listen to this. Here we go. There's a
1: lot of Washington lobbyists, bureaucrats, politicians who don't want to see things change. They're made a fortune. Areas around Washington, D.C. are the richest areas in this country. You saw it the other night. A list came up. We have five areas that are among the richest areas in the country. That's because everybody is making a fortune and people outside of that area are paying for the money they're making. We're not going to have it. They like things the way they used to be. They don't like it so much now. Although, I must tell you, they're doing well also. They're doing well also. Mm-hmm. Their stocks are going up. I don't know if there's anything I can do to prevent it for those people. <laughs> but they call themselves the resistance. You ever see these signs? Resist. Resist. <laughs> and he's like, acting like an old person. I wanted to hear the
0: applause. They loved it. They loved it. So you have a 71-year-old guy mocking these old people. Have you seen him driving down Oracle at Jeff Flake's office? are These old people are out there. Same thing. They hold these signs. They look like they're ready to fall over. And they got a 71-year-old Don Trump mocking these other people that are probably just as old, if not older than him. I love it. I absolutely love every second of it. Every second of it. Um, and then let's just do uh, one, but 141. Let's do 141. He had to take the shot at Hillary. Here we go. Listen.
1: Oh, these resistors resist. Hillary resisted, and you know what happened? She lost the election in a landslide. Oh <laughs> boy. But you know what they're really resisting? <laughs> they're resisting the will of the American people. That's right. That's what they're resisting.
0: And he had a lot of very, very good points. As a matter of fact, again, we're gonna have Leah Marquez Peterson in eight ten this morning. Uh, CEO of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and I don't believe she was a fan of renegotiating NAFTA. But Trump talked about our trade deficit with Mexico. Funny, Jeff Flakes against renegotiating NAFTA. He didn't want to vote for the, the tax reform because he claimed it was going to add too much to the uh, the deficit. Right? It's going, oh, we're going to just too much. We're taking on too much money. But he has no problem going in a major deficit. Do you know how big our deficit is in Mexico? You got to hear Trump tell the story about dealing with Mexico, about how dealing with other countries uh, to get good trade deals, and about dealing with Canada. Oh, you got it. This is huge stuff. And it's being ignored. It's coming up in 5. 719 KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Didn't talk. All right, 726. Thank you for hanging out. Going to be 72 for a high today. Beautiful. Sun is out. I feel a little bit warmer. Uh, the latest really quick before we get back to Trump. Uh, Fox News reporting the suspected bomber out there in New York City. If you're just tuning in, uh, there was a pipe bomb explosion uh, near Times Square at the Port Authority, which is a block from Times Square. Uh, the only... Uh, This guy was walking around with a bomb strapped to him, pipe bomb. I'm sure it's not terrorism, right, you idiots? Uh, Anyway, nobody was killed. Uh, I saw originally one person, he was the only person hurt, now fire department out there in New York is saying four people were injured. Uh, This guy survived it, he's in stable condition. They suspected bomber. It says here, according to Fox, a 27-year-old ISIS-inspired Bangladeshi national who lived in Brooklyn. There you go. Let them all in. The suspect allegedly packed the five-inch metal pipe bomb and battery pack into the right side of his jacket, but the device exploded prematurely. Suspect told police he made the bomb at the electrical company he works at. Oh, Americans couldn't use that, right? 27-year-old guy. I wonder how long he's been here.
3: Did you say seven years earlier?
0: Uh, well, I'm not sure. That's That was another report. I hate doing these. Well, I know, I know. Um, an NYPD source on the scene told Fox News the device went off and there was a person strapped with a bomb. Uh, Port Authority police took down the suspected bomber at gunpoint, and there's video out there now showing the explosion. So that's, I mean, it's <whistles> crazy. It happened at about uh, five five thirty in the morning our time, which is six seven thirty in the morning Eastern time, five thirty in the morning our time. Um, man, oh man, oh man. Uh, so it's a little bit of chaotic, uh, scene out there as you can imagine, but you know, these, these random people, these random terrorists, we'll find out how this guy got in here. Imagine this guy got in here with the lottery system too. Trump talked about that Pensacola on Friday, lottery system, lottery, you believe this lottery. Yeah, I know. Talked about a lot of things actually. Uh, you know, I almost want to just switch it up a little bit and do uh, 142. Let's yeah, let's switch up. We'll get to the NAFTA thing in just a little bit in Mexico and everything else. Uh, let's do 142. He talked about terrorists. He said they're making it tough for them to get here. OK, uh, this is the Trumpster on Friday night in Pensacola. Here we go.
1: You know, they come back to some countries and they come in. We're making it a very difficult process. We had such weakness. They go out, kill people. Then they come back and they go back home to mom and dad. Okay. Before they went nuts, and start over here. We're making it very difficult. You see what's being happened. We're watching every single one. We have thousands of people right now under surveillance. low so surveillance. That sounds familiar. Oh. That sounds familiar. <laughs> Remember when I suggested something like that? Everyone said Trump. Why is he said? So-? Well, it turned out I was right about that one, wasn't I? Oh boy.
0: <laughs> oh boy. So uh, that's nice, right? We continue. This is why you elected this guy. Let's do 143 and then we'll do 144. 143. Here we go. Trumpster, he continued on Friday night in Pensacola.
1: Because America is more than just a place on a map. America is a nation. America is a family Mm -hmm. America is ours to love and to cherish and to protect and to take care of and that's what we're doing We're going to take care of this country for our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren And we're not going to let people come into our country. who are going to destroy our country and that may or may not be politically correct, but honestly, I don't care. We have to do the right. right thing. We have, to do, the right have thing. to do
0: the right thing. Got it. Seven, okay, 730 on KNST, AIM 790. And one more. This is something I talked about last week, but nobody really in the media brought it up. That the fact that Obama put us in, uh, agreed to have America put into some kind of UN immigration program. They would have been able to tell us who is allowed into our own country. You kidding me? You believe that? They would tell us who is allowed into our own country. I want you to hear Trump address this one forty four. Here we go.
1: America is a sovereign country. We set our immigration rules. We don't listen to foreign bureaucrats. We don't listen to other countries telling us how we should be running our immigration. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much. And that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Now, uh, when we get back, I have a few things for you. we got to get Trump talking about uh, renegotiating NAFTA, trade deals, that kind of stuff. I'd like to get into also. Apparently, uh, Roger Goodell was asked about um, <laughs> the ratings decline of the NFL, things like that. And he's just kind of made a fool of himself. We'll, we'll get to that by the end of the show. Don't you go anywhere. you got this This Trump stuff about the, the trade deficit with Mexico, uh, the trade deficit with Canada, uh, how we get trade deals. It only makes sense. He explained it all. It's really good. And I, I want to bring that up also with Leah Marquez-Peterson, who is the Tucson Hispanic Chamber CEO. She'll be in studio at 810 this morning. She is going to announce that she is jumping into the CD2 race. So Martha McSally currently has it. And Leah is a Republican. That's kind of weird. Martha isn't saying she hasn't said she's leaving. We'll ask Leah about that as well. Don't go anywhere right now. Here's the latest uh, on the, the explosion in New York City from Fox. All right, 741, tell you what, they're having a press conference right now. Ah, uh, this is Mayor Dopey De Blasio. But let's hear what he has to say about this attack. You're on to New York City. attack New York City. Well, New York City is blessed with the finest. Okay, population. I've had enough of him. He's really not going to add much. I got to be honest with you. Uh, the mayor. Uh, really quick before three things. The mayor of uh, uh, the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. Try. He slipped a little bit. He Goes. This was a minor. This uh, is a little attack. We handle it. Uh, you know, really well. They're going to downplay a terrorist attack now. Hey, should, should the Trump travel ban stay? Uh, wouldn't that be a great question to be asked? Anyway, three things I think you need to know. If anything uh, big happens from this press conference, I don't know how it could be, to be honest with you, from Cuomo and de Blasio, I'll let you know. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, there was a, uh, it looks like a terror attack that took place this morning. A botched ISIS kind of a thing. Um, at about 7.20 in the morning New York time, about 5.20 in the morning hour time, a pipe bomb went off. guy had a pipe bomb strapped to him, and he's walking through the Port Authority, and it went off, so... They think it went up accidentally. He and I, I think three others were injured. He's not killed, so they're going to find out what he knows and and everything else. And I've been told by people on the inside, by the way, um, I'm getting information. Uh, Preliminary information is that he is from Bangladesh, and immigration from Bangladesh to America has increased by 53% since 2010, one of the fastest growing areas of immigration. Why do we need him here? Apparently, he worked for uh, an electrical company. We don't have Americans that can have that job? Is this big business? Trying to get cheap labor? What the hell? Keep it here for the latest. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh Congressman Devin Nunez Republican. He says his investigators believe they have evidence to show that there's been some uh, FISA abuse. Yes, FISA abuse to get the warrant to spy on Trump. FISA abuse. Crazy is that. We'll find out what that happens there. Third thing I think you need to know polls show, Harvard Poll along with Politico, they show that, um, you can go do that. Uh, They show that uh, even Democrats and swing voters don't place a high priority at all on uh, giving amnesty to DACA. That was the eighth most important thing for Democrats, and it was the 11th most important thing to independents. Uh, Yet you have big business Republicans, Adobe Democrats, all over that, huh? Three things I think you need to know. Um, de Blasio just said terrorists yearn to attack New York city. So I guess are they acknowledging that it was a terrorist attack? I'm assuming they are. I really don't think that you want to hear what he has to say again. If anything good happens, you will hear it. Uh, it's as simple as that. Let's go to, uh, Trump. This, I thought he was really good. 137. Let's do 137. Talk about trade, things like that. Um, talk about why we don't do these big, you ever, you ever think about this? These big gigantic trade deals. You gotta have like 42
1: different countries. Why? Trump says those are dumb. Listen. And we're making individual deals with these countries. You know, when you get tied into 12 countries or 22 countries or 18 countries, you're stuck. It's a spider web. It's like this. If you have 16 good ones and two bad ones, as an example, you can't do it. You can't get out. When you have a deal one-on-one, nice, simple deal. We have a deal with Japan or we have a deal with South Korea or we have a deal with whoever it may be if they don't treat us right, we send them what's called a letter of termination. Yeah, baby.
0: A letter of termination. And he continued, 138, we need to do these individual ones. Here we go, listen.
1: So you send out a letter of termination, you give them a 60-day notice or a 30-day notice or even a six-month notice, They then come back because we're the big piggy bank that everybody likes robbing. Yep. The whole world robs it. Yep. So they then come back and they say, can we negotiate? And we make a better deal than we had in the first place. That's right. But you can't do that when you have many countries tied in. You can't. I call it a spider's web.
0: That's right. That'd be a collective bargain where we're the biggest chip.
1: Exactly. They all
0: come to us and then we have to make all the concessions of the world. And I mean, it's... They all use us, because we've had a bunch of patsies, because we've had a bunch of globalists, whether it's Republican or Democrat, in office the past 25 years. I blame you. Oh, thanks. (laughs) All right, now let's let's give ahead to where he talks about uh, renegotiation of NAFTA and that kind of stuff. 145. Talks about Mexico, that kind of stuff. Here we go, listen.
1: We are renegotiating the disastrous trade agreements of NAFTA, of South Korea of so many others we are making great deals we're going to hopefully keep NAFTA but there's a chance we won't and that's okay that's okay how many factories have left for Mexico how many factories so we right now have a trade deficit with Mexico of seventy-one billion dollars, and that doesn't include all the drugs that pour in over the border yep. because we don't have a wall, etc. Okay, seventy-one billion dollars. Seventy-one billion. Seventy-one billion.
0: Seventy- billion dollars. Man, oh man, oh man. So I want to ask uh, Leah Marquez Peterson that she'll be in studio with us in a little over twenty minutes. Uh, it's, it's a really weird situation. I ask her about that as well. She. Apparently is unofficially announced, but she will officially announce this week, I think we'll find out maybe even on this show that she's going to run for Congress as a Republican in Martha McSally's district, which is weird because Martha hasn't said she's going anywhere officially, but she unofficially told one congressman who said like a month ago that she's going to run for Senate against Kelly Ward. But this is its just all weird. It's just all weird. So we'll find out stuff, what's going on there. Now, uh, Trump talks about Canada as well. The trade deficit there, 146. Listen to how he dealt with the uh, Canadian prime minister. This is just great.
1: We have a pretty good trade deficit with Canada. They were saying we have a surplus with Canada. I said no, and I like the prime minister very much. Prime Minister Trudeau. Nice guy. Good guy. nice so, guy. I like him. But we had a meeting. He said no no you have a trade surplus i said no we don't said no no you have a trade surplus i said mr prime minister we do not he said how do you know i said because we don't have a surplus with anybody listen we have the worst deals he said i'm telling you that canada has a deficit with the united states i told my people in front of a lot of people i said go out and check and he was right except he forgot two categories lumber Timber, Whoops. and energy. Other Whoops. than that, he was right. When you ah. add them all together, we actually have a $17 billion deficit with Canada.
0: Right? Oh, boy.
1: So he forgot a couple of categories that he didn't want to mention. <laughs> oh, no
0: I mean, he just says it like it is. He says it like it is. So that's a big deal is what's going on with trade. and And you don't really hear a lot about that now, do you? Um, There's more news coming in right now. Apparently, the uh, police commissioner out there in New York, James O'Neill, has ID'd the bombing suspect as Ula Akayed, 27 years old. Ula Akayed. Four people, including the suspect, injured. Pipe bomb, they think unintentionally went off. Maybe he did it on purpose. We don't know. But I mean, it's Ula Akayed shocking huh shocking but you know we uh we need to let everybody in and the trump travel ban is just mean and stuff like that so there's a lot of uh, a lot of news going on unfortunately uh, this morning it could have been a lot worse uh but wh- what are we going to do to try to stop this in the future what can we do what are we going to do to try to make sure people that come here aren't the ones that say they want to kill us maybe this guy lied said i love america we don't know but there'll be more to find out uh and i as soon as we get the uh the website fixed It's not letting me upload things. I'll put the whole Trump speech up there. I'll put the uh, video also of the uh, college Republicans at Fordham getting kicked out of a student-run coffee shop on campus because they were wearing MAGA hats, Make America Great Again. They were apparently not Nazis and fascists, and they made it for an unsafe environment. That's what they were told. We'll continue in five. There's more coming up. Uh, I want to find out more information about this guy. Um, They're not saying he intentionally detonated the device. It wasn't an accident. You know what? Throw up, throw up, throw up the, uh, the the press conference real quick. Man. Ah, uh, it's all right. Do we got to hear the questions. Apparently, that's what's coming out now. He did intentionally detonate the device. So we'll get well. There's more coming up. We'll get back to it in five. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating. Talk. All right, it's uh, eight oh seven on this Monday. Man, oh man, oh man. It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, there was a terrorist attack this morning in New York City. Nobody was killed, thank goodness. Uh, Turns out there is a 27-year-old man from Bangladesh who has been in New York. We don't know for how long. Uh, He decided to uh, walk with a pipe bomb on and intentionally detonate it when he was uh, near people. Near Times Square, but it's a port authority where, like, the buses and the trains, where everything kind of comes together. So he was hoping to inflict some damage. Four people, including himself, injured. Nobody killed, thank God. So he's in custody. CBS reports he had a second uh, device on him as well. Uh, but his, again, his he, he's a 27-year-old from Bangladesh. Apparently he made the bomb at an electrical company where he was employed. And uh, and his name uh, is not uh, Bob Smith. It's Aikayad Ula. Ikayad Ulai, a Bangladesh national, where apparently, according to my sources, uh, since 2010, we've had a 53 percent increase in people coming here from Bangladesh since 2010. I'm sure they're adding a lot. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is uh, that uh, Congressman Devin Nunez told Fox News, his investigators that work for him in, in, his, in his office, uh, have unco- have, a, have a uncovered evidence of, well, some, some tampering. When it comes to the FISA process, which is the court that was, well, that granted the warrant basically to spy on Trump. and He said there there is some bad stuff going on there. We have evidence of that. We have evidence of that. Isn't that just, I mean, this should be, this is huge. This is huge stuff. FISA abuse, it's there. Third thing that I think you need to know, according to a Harvard and Politico poll, uh, even Democrats, out of 15 things that are important, Democrats say giving amnesty to DACA recipients is eighth, uh, no, I'm sorry, 11th. And no, no eighth and then independence. It's eleventh out of fifteen things. Uh, Eighth and fifteenth. So I think it's a twenty percent of Democrats said it's uh, extremely important that we're that we're asked in that poll by Politico and Harvard. So those are three things that I think you need to know. Um, Okay, so uh, news came out. uh, geez at the end of last week. And uh, Leah Marquez-Peterson, who is in studio with me, she is the president and CEO of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. All right, good morning. Uh, thank you for coming out. What a crazy morning it is so far. No,
3: I know. Horrible news. Yeah, it
0: is. It's not good. Um, it could have been worse, but it's still not good. Um, so news came out that you are going to run for Congress in CD2 as a Republican. That's right. So what's going on? Because Martha McSally is the incumbent Republican that's already there. Is, is there something that we don't know that she told only David Schweikert that none <laughs> that she hasn't officially said that she's going to run against right, Kelly not, Ward? And
3: I thought that's why it was important to, ha- mm. to be on your show. And thanks again, Garrett, for sure. the time. But in the event that Martha runs for senator, uh, for Senate and in, in Flake seat, I will be running in CD two. So I've decided to launch my campaign now, get out there, start raising money, get the word out, talk about my platform and what's important, I think, to the citizens of CD two and the constituents there, which I've been representing for many years as our chamber president. President, operating in Douglas, serviced in Tucson. So I'm I'm moving forward in the event that Martha, of course, does not run. If something changes in Senate, that I would not obviously oppose her.
0: So did did her office reach out to you? Have you spoken to her? Anybody no, her no.
3: I mean, I read the news like everyone else. I was shocked when Senator Flake announced that he was. Uh, retiring so early. I I did not realize that that was going to happen. I don't even know if his staff knew that. It was really shocking. So when that came out, immediately my my mind started going towards CD2 and I had always had an interest in potentially running for Congress. Um, I knew that Martha was someone who was at the forefront of that, that people believed that Congresswoman McSally would make a wonderful senator and that she would be thinking about that. So I reached out and told her in the event that you run for Senate, I am interested in running for your seat. So I don't want this to hold you back in any way that you know that there is a qualified Republican running in CD2 right behind you in the events you run for Senate. Okay. And that's kind of how it all unfolded. Okay.
0: Uh, Leah Marquez-Peterson is who you're listening to. She's in the studio right now on KNST AM 790. Um, before we get to the issues at hand and stuff, just, I mean, if you're going to run for Congress, you're going to have to deal with issues like what's going on today with, right. the, with the terrorist attack and things like that. Uh, if it all happens and you end up being a congressperson um, and, uh, and all of a sudden uh, you're in a meeting and they say, what are your ideas? I mean, what, what would you like to see? What, what's your opinion, first off, of President Trump's uh, travel ban? Uh, and uh, secondly, what would you like to see done? What are your ideas to make sure that uh, you can stop terrorists from coming here and terrorist attacks take place?
3: You know, I, I think it's, it's so complex. And obviously there are many different committees and caucuses working on this. Um, I've been a supporter of immigration reform for many years. Um, from a workforce perspective, the fact that our employers can't find qualified workers, and we need to tackle it from that perspective. But you need to bundle that with national security. We don't know anything about this man that is from Bangladesh, so I don't want to make any assumptions. But um, we need to improve and increase our border security. Um, you've had me on the show before mm-hmm. as the chamber president talking about the wall and various things of that nature. Um, I think there needs to be... Um, a solution to improving border security to keep out drug smugglers human trafficking and and the horrible things that are happening along the border Um that might be a combination of a wall technology unmanned aerial systems who knows what it may include but i think we need to really look at this from across the entire border being from arizona we know the the terrain i mean we know what may work and what may not work but i stand stand for strong border security so do you support a wall i support sure i support a wall as well as technology and other things that might be needed uh, to improve our border security. So, if the
0: vote comes up to fund President Trump's border wall, you would vote for it?
3: I'd have to see how it was uh, presented, and uh, probably, maybe, okay. but it's something that I'm going to have to look at um, in terms of the package that it comes with. It seems like things are getting moving very quickly in terms of the funding,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, so we'll see.
0: Okay. Now, you mentioned just a second ago about not being able to find qualified workers. Are you, what, what kind of workers are you talking about?
3: You know, we have a lot of concerns as employers in the state of Arizona around those that have technical skills. I mean, certainly we need joint technological education, just district uh, funding for, um, and that's a state issue, but that's certainly for uh, businesses that are focused on technology, uh, welding, electricians, uh, things of that nature. Okay. Um, we hear a lot of that at the chamber in terms uh, of... I've
0: heard, of, yeah, business owners saying, I can't find framers. I can't right. find, I, I can't, you know... A lot of those key skills. Stucco, you know, a lot of hands-on skills that for somehow, some, you know, way, I don't know if they're looked down upon or I don't know what's going on, but we've, we've had people call that own these... I mean, a guy literally, remember, he was he was excavating. He was literally on on a big, big rig and he was doing all kinds of work that I don't even understand. Down but in Green he, Valley. Yeah, yeah down in Green Valley. And he said, I can't find people that work. We we're having Tucson high grads. That can't read or write, and then they don't even want to show up, and I can't get them to even pick up a shovel or do something or read a tape measure. They can't do this stuff. Then, of course, our phones blew up. People said, I want to work. I want to work. So apparently there are people out there that do want to work. I mean, we literally had 15 phone calls in about two minutes that we had to get to that guy. For possible employees.
3: No, that's great, and and that's not the issue. I when when people open up on their positions, mm. they're getting flooded with resumes. It's the qualified workers. So okay. whether it's a soft skills sure. that's needed to answer the phone or that professionalism or customer service, that's a challenge, as well as a lot of the the trade skills that are needed. So, so. Wh-
0: where where can we develop those skills? I mean, are we going and telling TUSD, which I think needs to happen, all the public schools that they need to maybe do you know concentrate instead of things that don't help people succeed in life. To actually, give you know teach people skills that they can use to actually
3: succeed in life. I think uh, our school districts are certainly a place to look, but I think our community colleges, um, Pima okay. Community College, actually just down the street from here, mm-hmm. is working on a lot of different centers of excellence. They're hearing the outcry from our business community in the terms of needing not only those technical skills but also those customer service skills. And um, I think they're addressing some of that. Okay. But you're hearing this at all levels. Yeah. Um, we also, you know, as we uh, talk about immigration reform in the country in the past and now, I think. I'm sure coming up soon, um, the need for agricultural workers, construction workers. Uh, I think we need to tackle all of that.
0: Well, what about – there? and by the way, this is Leah Marquez-Peterson. Uh, she is running for Congress if Martha chooses to run for Senate. Uh, and, uh, and, and Martha McSally, that is. And she's on KNST AM 790. Um, there were stories – I mean I saw it. It was construction in Texas. It jumped, the salaries jumped up 30 percent since Trump took office because illegal aliens are – They're hitting the road. They're realizing things are bad and they're gone. There was a big story about that. Um, There was a story in Chicago. I believe it was a bakery where uh, there were hundreds of illegals actually working for the bakery and they left and all of a sudden people worked there. Their wages went up as well. So when it comes to uh to wages and workers, that, and that kind of stuff, I mean, it seems like there are Americans and it it just seems like businesses want to import people here to keep wages down. Do you not see it that way?
3: Well, I think what's interesting is certainly when President Trump came into office, I think the the those crossing the border for economic conditions has come down to a trickle. I mean, it's dramatically reduced uh, that as well as the economy of Mexico and and a lot of different factors had impacted that. Um, so I think that yeah we 're going to have a challenge finding additional workers. wages have gone up because it 's become so competitive uh if you 've got a great worker and you 've lost perhaps you were using undocumented folks, you know and uh, which is a great risk actually, and we don't encourage employers to do that, but um, if you have folks that are there and are qualified and are u s citizens or have permanent legal residency, then yeah, I understand that wages would go up because you 'd want to hang on to those employees
0: um are you? Did it ever cross your mind? I mean, the way everything is going right now with uh, Trump supporters, with President Trump, I mean, we see a lot of things that's happening. I think that's why Jeff Flake decided to call it a day because he didn't want to deal with a loss. He didn't want to lose to Kelly Ward in a primary. He realized he could not win. Um, when it comes to jobs in this country, uh, I, I think people have seen it, and you're the head of a, of a chamber of commerce, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And we, me, I personally see the Chamber of Commerce as a a group that celebrates uh big business open borders and cheaper wages i mean you guys i've heard you say that on the yes, radio why got, i'm sitting you, here today no good. you guys <laughs> you guys lobby for that you lobby to have uh more h1bbs no, but B- the difference visas, but it's true
3: though is if, if you look at our hispanic yes. chamber right here in this community down yes. the street from this radio station yeah. we represent 1300 businesses in southern arizona 500 in the phoenix area through the arizona chamber and the 1300 down here our are employ our are, are businesses that have 25 employees or fewer. We're not here representing big business, we're here representing business, period. Um, 97% of the businesses in Arizona are small business. So the issue is important to our chamber members. If I popped you in my car and we drove around and met with a bunch of our members, it's financing. It's how do I grow when cash flow might be tight and it's challenging to get financing in today's market. Um, how do I find qualified workers? You know, the whole issue we were just tackling. Oh, sure. Uh, they, they were, there uh, was an actual, attraction.
0: there was, I can show you the billboard. There was actually a, uh, the national chamber of commerce. Took out a, a an ad basically, like right across the street from the White House, and it basically said that America is built by. I mean, I, I should I should Google that real quick to show it to you. But ba- do you remember what it said? Like basically, America was we don't need American workers. It basically said
3: that, and oh, that was I can't the national that. chamber, from the U.S. Chamber. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. I, I will get that for you, and you could you know matter of fact, let's take a quick time because this is what people are are saying. This people think, and I don't know, maybe the chamber needs to put out a PR campaign that they're not for cheap labor. And I get it. Listen, you guys, business owners probably are saying, hey, man, if I can get the cheapest labor you know, costs as possible, yeah, it'll and, help me the most. And that is
3: a misperception. because yes. We fought, and actually I chaired for the state, no on Prop 206, no on the increase in minimum wage. And not because we wanted cheap labor, but because we wanted free market conditions. We need a situation in which our, our businesses can recover from the recent economic downturn. We know it's been tougher in rural Arizona Tucson is compared oh, to Phoenix. Hang
0: on, that that's what it is right there. Let's see. It was a uh, it was a billboard by the US Chamber of Commerce right across from the White House. It says America built by dreamers.
3: Well, that's a whole different issue though. But they're There's playing all the word on dreamers, dreamers or which, DACA. Yes. A, but but they're not a, the same thing. Dreamers right. not DACA. No, you're right cuz not all of the dreamers have applied for DACA status. No. No. So, but it's they're doing that on purpose. But I think they're also trying to change the misperception of those that have applied for DACA status. So, a lot of those are either college educated or, or attempting to go to school. Do you know the
0: percentage that are college educated?
3: Uh, no, I think it's around like twenty percent or so.
0: Well, twenty-one point nine percent have dropped out of high school compared to five point nine percent, which is the national average. This whole idea—I mean, it was—it was—it was—I it was, believe seventy-five percent make it under twenty-five thousand dollars a year. So, I, I have more to talk about immigration on that because you know okay. people think that there's a big. I think there's a big mis- misperception about DACA by people that put it out there. But I want to get your take on that as well, because this okay. is important. Voters want to hear what you have to say yeah, on absolutely. this. We're going to continue. In studio, Leah Marquez-Peterson, uh, who is going to run for Congress uh, in CD2 if Martha McSally decides to run for Senate. But we don't. there's no timetable on that, though. Yep, there right? isn't. Okay. There's no timetable on that. We will continue in five. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. 827, thank you for hanging out. Uh, Leah Marquez-Peterson, by the way, about 72 per hour today. Leah Marquez-Peterson, the Tucson Hispanic Chamber CEO and president, is in studio with me because she has announced she will run for Congress if Martha McSally decides to leave her congressional seat and run for Senate, challenging Kelly Ward in a primary uh, so uh, we're talking about this stuff because it was kind of weird information. I'm glad you came on here to discuss no, it. I wanted to make sure what yeah. was going on because it's just People like a, know,
3: I'm a big supporter of, of Congresswoman McSally, so I'm I'm not in any way running against her. I'm I'm waiting for her to decide to run for Senate.
0: And it's just kind of a mess of how all of a sudden she apparently told David Schweikert in the middle of Congress, and he told the media, and then she's been silent about it. It's just. Nobody knows what the heck is going on, um, but let, let's talk about uh, we've t- and I showed you the picture about uh, the H1BV. So we talked about H1BV during the break, that kind of stuff. But um, um, the the Trump agenda. What do you what do you disagree? What do you have a problem with? Because uh, you know I, I think our listeners. Would like to, you know, we'd like tax reform. We'd like to, and I know you want tax reform too. Right,
3: right. So I wrote an op ed yes. in the Arizona Daily Star, was that, I think, a week ago, a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. in support of the House bill for tax reform. Okay. I'm in the middle now of, of researching, making sure I fully understand the Senate bill, and I know they're going to be in Congress. Good luck soon. with that. Oh my I, God. <laughs> I need to get a PhD to yeah. pull all that together. But, uh, yeah, so I mean, as a, certainly as a chamber president mm-hmm. and as a candidate for CD2, um, Tax reform is key. I think we've got a great opportunity with the Trump administration and regulatory reform also. He's tackled a lot of that. I, I was out in Cochise County last week because as a chamber president, I also operate chambers in Douglas and Sierra Vista as well here in Tucson. Okay. Um Listening to ranchers talk about border security and national security and some of the, the things that they've uh, been impacted for generations and want to see some action done. So I think national security or border security is key. Um, We've also heard a lot about uh, trade, and you know that's an area in which I've worked quite a bit, trade Mm -hmm. with Mexico in particular. But the infrastructure investment uh, in the port, in Douglas, we've seen great investment in O'Gallis from a Cochise County, Pima County perspective. It makes sense, and we need to see that in Arizona, the the port of Douglas. Um, To
0: speed up things as they go through? Yeah, it's,
3: it's very small. It's at capacity. It's kind of bursting at the seams. Um, so we really need that infrastructure investment. And government, Governor Ducey was down there last week also, also touring the, the border. Um, so I think there are a lot of things that feel, people feel and I'm listening to. They think that the conversation after we tackle tax reform and have hopefully a great result for our nation will shift then to infrastructure investment. And that's an area that you know, I've been trying to get as much information as possible and okay. really listen to constituents in CD two. And I
0: think people want Obamacare repeal. And in the Senate bill, they want it's a difference. They want to repeal the Obamacare mandate.
3: They do, and that's an area in which I've also spoken up. That uh, as the Affordable Care Act has been rolled out, it has not been affordable for no. small business. I mean, that is for the, anybody. The, for yeah, and I think we wrote a letter recently um, as the the chamber to Senator Flake and Senator McCain. Asking them to separate the conversation from Medicare and Medicaid and to focus on the individual marketplace. Because that's where we hear so much negative feedback about the lack of affordability and the challenge with pre-existing conditions and on and on. It's so complex. So that's an area I I certainly have a lot of passion for. What would you like to
0: see? How would you, if, if you were asked, what are your ideas to make healthcare more affordable, more attainable, and just overall better?
3: You know, it's interesting. Actually, Congresswoman McSally was part of a bipartisan uh, group that had pulled together. I think they're called the Problem Solver Caucus, mm. and it was trying to take all these different um, emotions and complexity and administrative role and health care law related to Medicare and Medicaid and find something that could work. And there were a number of points in that that we were very supportive of. Um, so that, I would probably continue that kind of conversation is bringing folks to the table and listening and trying to dissect this complexity of healthcare because there's not an answer. The answer is not, uh, you know, having no insurance or even the penalties. How do we get around that and find something that will work for all of all of Americans? Well, do you think
0: that, the, you know, I, I think competition is a big part and the free market is, is huge, obviously, in this country. And if you were able to sell it across state lines – you know, I mean, wouldn't that drive down costs and make it more affordable as well? I think that would. Okay. Um, now, uh, when it comes to uh, immigration, the president laid out his immigration plan. What do you think of his immigration plan? It was a seventy-point plan. I don't know. You know, we could even play. It. I don't know if we have time. I had a soundbite from his speech on Friday, but basically, changing the way we do it uh, to merit-based is that something that you find would be better for this country? Do you agree with that?
3: I I agree with the principles of the direction he's going, yes. But I think our conversation we mm. had in the last segment about needing people with technical skills also, the welding, electricians, and so on, we can't uh, ignore that need by our employers. Certainly giving more merit or points to those with PhDs or higher education or those in certain engineering areas, I think that makes sense. We want to keep the best and brightest here in the U.S., especially if they've been educated here in the U.S. But we can't ignore the fact that so many of our employers need low-skill positions that Americans aren't taking.
0: Okay, but but when it comes to merit-based versus just chain, I mean, would you like to end chain migration?
3: Well, right now it's based on the country you're in and there's so many visas eligible, and and there's such a small uh, percentage of those that want to come in from various countries. I think we need to rework that entire complex system. what
0: well, would, would you want to end chain migration, though?
3: Chain migration? What do you mean by that?
0: When one person is admitted here and they could bring, it's somewhere 20 to 2 to... I mean, they, on average, I think a person coming here from Mexico brings something close to six relatives here with them. That's why the guy, the guy that uh, did the terrorist attack up in New York, he drove into people on the West Side Highway. Uh, he got here on the lottery and was able to bring, I believe it was 22 or 23 members of his family here via chain migration.
3: I mean, I think the, the bigger question is how do we bring people here to work who perhaps want to rate, get money to do that? That's uh, something that make a big difference back in their countries and then have No, them no, no, go but home. I mean, you
0: don't, you don't think this is a big deal with the chain migration, though? No, when I, they, they, they were I terrorist think attacks. certainly People it's a, came here and committed terrorist attacks right, and that's, via chain migration. But I
3: think that the bigger question is how do you come here, make a better economic condition for your family, and then go home? Maybe it's not the chain migration that's the ultimate answer, but it's folks heading back with their dollars so they don't, we don't have to break up families.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Well, look. I know you have a meeting coming up at nine o'clock. I definitely, as as if you decide to run, if Martha's like, I'm going to take on Kelly Ward, and that opens up the the door for you. I know. I'd love to get you in here to talk about more issues because people need to know where you stand on these. Okay. I appreciate that. You no, got absolutely it. no problem. Thank right. you. Uh, Leah Marquez Peterson, the head of the uh, Tucson, the president and CEO, I should say, of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We'll continue. You can call in if you'd like. If you have any comments, eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. Right now, here's the latest from Fox.
4: Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife. But in a strange way, you like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Just ask your wife. Uh,
0: 841, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. A terrorist attack in New York City this morning. Nobody killed, thank goodness. Four injured, including the terrorist. Uh, apparently, uh, at the Port Authority, a block from Times Square, guy uh, had a pipe bomb in his jacket or something and detonated it. 27-year-old man from Bangladesh. He made it, apparently made that bomb, the pipe bomb, at the electrical company where he worked. When did he get here? Why does he have this job? Why do we need him? Would an American not do that job? Those are things we need to know. He's alive. He's stable. We'll find out what he knows. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know is that uh, Congressman Devin Nunez, Devin Nunez told Fox his his, uh, staffers, uh, he believes he has evidence. They've uncovered evidence, his investigators, showing FISA abuse, which means maybe they cooked the books a little bit to try to get a warrant to spy on Trump and his associates. Uh Uh-oh. Third thing, I think you need to know. Man, oh man, oh man. Uh it turns out that uh, when it comes to DACA amnesty, Democrats and independents don't make don't think it's a priority. No more than twenty percent think it's a priority to give DACA recipients, legal aliens, amnesty. So there you go. Three things I think you need to know. And I wish I had more time to talk with um Leah Marquez Peterson about the whole DACA thing. It's just I mean, she's a very nice person, but uh I just I didn't get the good vibes. Let's put it that way. I didn't get the good vibes. I mean, she's welcome on the show anytime, and I'm glad she actually came on the show. Unlike McCain or Flake, they won't come on. She did, and I'm sure she will again. But uh, I disagree with many, many, many things. Um, And and just just, it's a bit frightening uh, that she didn't know what chain migration was. We just had a terrorist attack, and it was linked to chain migration. And even if it wasn't linked to chain migration, it's just that's not how people should come to this country. And then the wages, and then I brought up the commercial break, we're talking about H-1B visa fraud, and she thought it was just for low, uh, uh, you know, uh, minimum wage jobs. I mean, no, and even if it was, why shouldn't Americans have that? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, Brian, thank you for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hello.
4: Hey, sir. Look, I'm not down to perpetuate the Irish curse that is McCain and McSally, but there's no way that I'm electing that woman. She's part of the Chamber of Commerce. They've been disenfranchising our vote, Republican votes for decades, and she doesn't know what chain migration is. Please, that's embarrassing. She's an insult. She just go away.
0: Okay, thank you, Brian. Very appreciate appreciated. Um, you know, it's one of those things where if you're going to run for Congress, you need to know about some stuff. You need. You need I mean, you're you're going to be up there making votes. You ever you ever think that maybe that while others in Congress don't know about certain things? I mean, I, I get it. You're the head of the Chamber of Commerce and you got to, you know, you got to make your money, you got to get your members and you are work about financing. That's great. You're, you're talking about financing. You're trying to get financing for your your members and things like that. But um, I mean, America is very down on the Chamber of Commerce right now. And we don't we don't really see much of a difference between. Between the National Chamber, the Arizona Chamber, the Tucson Metro, or the Tucson Hispanic, we don't we don't see it. We don't see it. Because we've been taking her uh, for a ride for a very 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 long time, I mean there's story after story and granted she has a job, and I have a job, and maybe it's you know it's my, it, maybe it's unfair of me I don't think it is. I have to do my prep and my research, but may I mean there are all these stories that I have i mean there's there's another one right here uh besides the fact that the Chamber of Commerce... Right outside of D.C., across from the White House, put out a, uh, a big poster, a big giant poster, America built by dreamers. They're playing on the word. And she's like, no, 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 no. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are other. Other stories that I have showing how the Chamber of Commerce, uh, there's a story from Breitbart. Uh, Trump's immigration enforcement wins higher wages for Chicago employees. Want to know why? Because they're cracking down on illegal aliens. Right, um, A huge Chicago bakery is now hiring Americans at higher wages following a federal immigration enforcement action which forced the firing of 800 illegal immigrants. A Chicago-based Cloverhill Bakery. That's where this took place. It was a financial shock to the Swiss company which bought the bakery from a U.S. investment group in 2014. The illegals comprised one-third of the bakery's employees, so U.S. sales fell 7%. Uh, forced the company to rebuild its workforce by hiring Americans, and they said they're doing it, and now they're paying more money. They're paying people more money to make it happen. This is what we're talking about. Um, I brought up to Leah, again, the the, the Disney uh, H-1B outsourcing situation. We interviewed uh, Leo Pereira on the show in D.C. a couple years ago about this. He lost his job. He was told. You By Disney, if you want to keep your severance, you're getting fired. We're replacing you with uh, workers from other countries. We're outsourcing your jobs. So you're going to, if you don't train your replacements, you don't get severance. They had to train the replacements and they were supposed to sign non-disclosure forms. Man, oh man, oh man. She didn't know about these things. These these are, this is very important. Steve, welcome to KNST. Hello.
4: Hello, good morning. Hey, to me, she sounds like she's Running on the republican dip to be able to get elected just like Steve K did from the city council, and flipped on us no. she has the exact same she has a democrat agenda
0: well that's different can, she's she's not going to flip she's not i don't she's not going to flip to be a Democrat, i'll tell you that but yeah. but she's well, but it's obvious okay. listen it's obvious that uh you know when she tried that's why I gave her the chance I'm like people think chamber of commerce is is big business, cheap wages that kind of stuff, and she gave her answer, and you could take from it what you want, you know
4: it. But, I can take that she's more of leans towards the Democrat side than she does the Republican yeah,
0: side. Yeah, I I thank you for the phone call. I listen, it it seems to be that way. Um and I get look, there is a problem when, when businesses can't find enough people to work. I get it. They can't find people and I, I but he's a contractor. I mean, they're all over the place. Uh I mean the framers are gonna leave Arizona, they're gonna leave Tucson to go to California to rebuild those eight thousand plus homes that were destroyed by wildfires because they'll get paid more. We need to find more people that can do the jobs. And I get it. If they can't find people they want to bring them in to do the jobs, because we need jobs to get done. I get it. But man, I don't know. It just, I it, it just seems like the same old stuff. Like, like Brian said, the first caller, like the McCain, the McSally, when Martha McSally was running, when she first announced six years ago, and she lost the first time, um, it was right when Romney was running and Paul Ryan was running and everything and tax rates were there. Do you remember this? And tax rates were the big thing. And I asked her, what do you think tax rates should be? You know, people are talking about this. She goes, well, I, I don't have an answer. What do you mean I have an answer? Well, I have to study that. Well, you're running for Congress. Shouldn't you have an answer? I mean, shouldn't you be prepared for this stuff? Shouldn't you say, vote for me because I think, you know, X, Y, and Z, I, gotta, I, I can't say anything. I have to I have to study it first. Well, then why the hell should I vote for you to be in Congress if you can't give me an answer? Oy. Al, welcome to KNST.
4: Hey, Garrett. Awesome show as always. I'm calling way, way out here from uh, the frozen tundra known as Chicago. No way. Yeah, I survived for the call here, so I just wanted to get right to it. Uh,
2: Thank you. That's too Trump, bad. Trump
4: <laughs> is trying to drain the swamp, not repopulate it, dude. If you want, listen, if you want more swamp creatures, vote for that lady.
0: It, it, you know, and then she's a nice lady. I don't want to disparage her personally or anything like that, but. I don't see, that's why I asked her about the Trump agenda, and she's all about tax reform, but then, you know, when when she brought up Obamacare, and she said she didn't want to concentrate on it being Medicaid, the whole thing is about expanding Medicaid. That's what Obamacare is.
4: Yeah, and and like some of the other awesome callers uh, had brought up, she didn't know about chain migration. She knows all about finding ways. Did she actually say, we need to try to find a way to bring people here to make money and then go back to the country of origin? Did I hear that correctly?
0: Uh, Yes.
4: Uh-huh. So, like I said, we don't need more swamp creatures. We need less. And this woman came in, and the fact that she could even say that she doesn't know it. Well, define chain migration. What? And you asked her straight out, flat out, what exactly do you think? Of, yeah, the three or four times, is chain migration a good thing? What are your thoughts on that? What does she have to say? Well, I think it's really important that we bring more people here. No, we don't need more people here. We need less people to pay for.
0: It doesn't sound like America first.
4: It sure does not.
0: Hey, uh, Al, thank you for listening on the iHeartRadio app, man. I appreciate it, brother.
4: Absolutely, man. All the best to you. Uh, You got a lot of fans out here in in Chi-Town, bro.
0: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Watch watch out for the bullets.
4: All right. All right. See
0: you, man. Uh... (laughs) I think you caught him off guard with that one. Just giving him some practice. Is Digital Mike spreading the word? I don't know. He's spreading something, and it could be VD, but he is. Anyway... (laughs) Now I'm going to need a text. Now he's going to text me. That's yeah, what's going to happen. We both are. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, 851. You can uh, comment, 880-KNST, eight 880 880 eight I'm getting more and more emails about this. Uh, also, pound 250 gets the ass for Garrett Lewis. We'll continue with that and more information about the terrorists that did the attack this morning. It's coming up. K-N-S-T-AIM-792, Sun's most stimulating talk. 906. How you doing? It's Monday, December 11th. Hope your weekend was good. It's a good thing that you're here, unless you're listening on iHeartRadio New York City, uh, or at least to us on the iHeartRadio app or whatever it might be, because then you might have an issue with traffic this morning. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one, there was a terrorist attack in New York City this morning. Uh, Thankfully, nobody was killed. Apparently, a 27-year-old Bangladeshi guy. Uh, ISIS-inspired Bangladeshi guy, according to ex-NYPD commissioner for injuries, including him. Failed terrorist attack. Uh, He was a Brooklyn resident. He's got the Brooklyn accent. Um, He also uh, apparently made that according to a radio station in New Jersey. He made his bomb, his pipe bomb, as he was going through the Port Authority, a block from Times Square. Uh, He made it at his, uh, where where he worked, he worked for an electrical company, so uh, there you go. Man, his name is Akayed Allah. Akayed Allah. I know it's uh, surprising, right? Surprising. Okay. Um, Eh, no, I think we know just as much, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the New York governor tried to downplay it, calling it a, a, low-tech device. Don't you like that? A bomb from a terrorist is a low-tech device. I'm seeing a picture of him now. I'll retweet it. Follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis, of him on the ground, um, with the vest on and the wires and all kinds of stuff. It's... <whistles> uh, he's not dead. He's not dead. They are going to, uh, I'm just retweeting this picture right now from police sources. He's on the ground. It looks like some blood, unless it's a shadow. Probably some blood. I hope it hurt him, but he's alive and he's stable. so They'll interrogate him. We'll go from there. All right. Second thing that I think you need to know: Congressman uh, Devin Nunez, Republican, says his staffers have uncovered evidence of uh, FISA tampering. That's right, FISA abuse, I should say. That's the the court, the secret court where you uh, the, the feds go to get an approval from a judge to spy on Americans. And that's what was used to spy on Trump. Mm-mm-mm. Should be a big story. That's a picture right there. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, DACA amnesty, not important at all, at all, uh, to Democrats or to independents. Uh, eighth out of 15 things to Democrats and 11th out of 15 things to independents, according to a poll by Politico and Harvard. So there you go. Uh, they don't really give a crap about this. They want jobs, 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 and jobs. What a shock, huh? Three things I think you need to know. By the way, uh, so we had a caller. And they, by the way, download the iHeartRadio app if you haven't already. It's free. It's easy. So no matter where you go, you can listen to us in the morning or KNST, wherever you want. Uh, it's, a, it's an easy app. It's, it's free. To, it's free. Like I said, it's just so simple. Um, so we had a guy calling in listening on I, the iHeart app from Chicago. He said he has a lot of fans. So I, Digital Mike, if he was on the show a while ago, we missed Digital Mike. He's a good dude. Very good guy. I don't say a lot of good things about people. He's a good guy don't start now i know i almost feel bad saying it anyway digital mike's out in chicago he moved there for his girl we know we never asked him did he get engaged or anything like that we should find it you move to chicago to be with your woman uh you gonna lock it up dude or what i mean what are you doing you break up with her Will she dump you what's going on anyway so she, he he moves out there he's in chicago so i he said he heard us talking about him so he sent me a text so i sent him back i said uh thanks you know thanks you know was that your brother and he goes, I have no clue who that guy was. My brother lives in Los Angeles. I wear my KNST hat around here. Maybe people are taking notice. <laughs> he wears it all around Chicago. He's a walking billboard for us. I love it. I love it. Uh, so thank you, uh, Digital Mike. Now, I mean, I really wanted to play um, oh, a buddy of mine involved in, let's just say, government. Just send me a text. A truck is also a low-tech device. That's a great, net to kill people. That's right. It's a great freaking point. Thanks, Cuomo. They're trying to downplay this big time. Bigly. You know what else? Is a low-tech device? What? Knives. Oh, yeah. Sticks. Bats. Fire. You're right. Don't take much. Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. You're right. I hate when you're right. You're right. Uh, so. Musket. I want you know, by the way, you can comment about Leah Marquez-Peterson, her appearance on the show if you heard it. 880-KNST, Eight eight zero five six seven eight. pound Say, Garrett Lewis, it gets you right into the show. Same caller line, just making it easier for you. Giving you more options. More options. Um, So, I mean, when I asked her about the Trump agenda and everything, I mean, what do you like, what do you support when it comes to immigration? Trump laid it out on Friday night. He laid it out on Friday night about uh, I mean, his Pensacola speech. And I have that whole speech up at KNST.com. And this is what, you know. If Leah decides to run, we have her back on. I mean, I want to know her answer to this. 147, Ryan, if you don't mind. 147. This is Trump Friday night. Again, the whole video. If you missed the speech, you need to go to my page at KNST.com and watch it. I'll put it on my Facebook page. Please like and follow it, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. But here he is talking about immigration. Here we go.
1: It's time for Congress to adopt a pro-American immigration agenda. Every member of Congress should be asked where they stand on these issues. Yep. Blocking funds to sanctuary cities. I don't want to give sanctuary cities money. I mean, I had all this stuff to ask
0: to run out of time.
1: Passing Kate's law to put repeat offenders behind bars for a long period of time. Increasing the number of ICE officers who are fantastic and border patrol officers so we can dismantle vile criminal gangs like As I said, MS-13 animals. Yep. Ensuring that new immigrants to our country are financially self-sufficient and will not be on welfare the day they come in. And as I said, ending chain migration. We want a system that is merit-based. They come in on merit. They don't come in a lottery system. How about the lottery system, folks? You see that? Trump
0: mentioned chain migration right there. I should not know what chain migration is. Oh, boy. <clears throat> all right. Um, there's more. Trump just connects. I just have some sound bites that I think are just great. Number one. We're going all the way back to number one now. Number the old number one. Uh Trump was on fire on Friday. This is why people like him. He connects with Americans. I mean Obama connected with some Americans. Wasn't you, but it was some Americans. But this guy actually has substance behind it, doesn't he? My opinion. I just like hearing the stories. He's a good storyteller. Listen to this one.
1: And you remember the word deplorable? How brilliant was that? And she said deplorables. And I said, Huh. That's not nice. (laughs) She's talking about a lot of people. Little did I know I was right. That thing blew up. That was one of the reasons she lost. And now we're all proud deplorables. We're proud deplorables.
0: There you go. Should we keep it going with how we connected at the end? Then we'll get into some more substance of it. But this is very important because people, listen, a lot of, I don't trust politicians as far as I can throw. Them. And Ryan brought this up to me and he made a great, months ago. And it's a great time. It's actually, this is some guy I actually trust. This is somebody I actually believe the things that he says. Right? So this, this is what people want. They actually believe into this. He seems sincere. I remember, generally people hate rich people. Because they're envious. They're jealous. Not here. Number two. Number two. Here we go. Here's Trump towards the end. Here we go.
1: Your voice will never, ever be ignored again. They're all going to be coming after you for every election from now on in this country. You will never be ignored again. Your dreams are my dreams. Your hopes are my hopes. And your future is what I'm fighting for each and every day.
0: Well, it, makes, it makes a big difference. And number three, he continued. Here we go, number three. This is another one that really connected.
1: This is your land. This is your home. And it's your voice that matters the most. So speak up, be heard, and fight, fight, fight for the change you've been waiting for your entire life, for the change that you already see happening. Our revolution didn't end on November 8th. That was just the beginning. The greatest adventure still lies ahead. Never give in, never give up, never back down,
0: yeah, that's and
1: never, ever stop dreaming.
0: Ever back down, and this is the uh, the cherry on top. They'll get some more stuff after it. Number four, this is it. Here we go. So with
1: American pride swelling in our hearts and American courage stirring in our souls, I say these words tonight. Together, we will indeed make America strong again. we will make america proud again we will make america wealthy again we will make america safe again and put it all together and what do we have we will make america great again Thank you. God bless you. God bless America. Thank you, everybody. I just
0: love when the stones started that particular point, too. I People get into that stuff. You could hear a pin drop at that particular point. Because people buy into it. They see what is going on. And that's why I tried to make the point to Leah Marquez Peterson. People are not fans of the Chamber of As to maybe some of the H-1B stuff, this is what I do. But then that's what she does. It's about workers and employers with the Chamber of Commerce. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. 880 KNST 8805678. Uh, we'll continue. As a matter of fact, I, there was part of this speech that, again, is not going to get a lot of uh, of attention. But I thought it was exactly why you wanted to vote for him, because we were getting taken to the cleaners by countries around the world. And he said enough is enough. You have to hear. Some of the stories, It's a great story to what he said, that's coming up. And then we'll get to a story about. Um, I mean, I think this is a huge one, too. A uh, bunch of uh, college Republicans getting kicked out of a coffee shop on campus run by students because of their hats. Guess what the hats were. We'll get to all that coming up in about 4. 9.18 right now. It's your morning ritual. Me, Gary Lewis, KNST, AM792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Okay. 9.23, thank you for hanging out on this Monday. Shows you how fast the news cycle. is. We had a terrorist attack this morning, and now it's like off the uh, the main headlines. Are you kidding me right now? Okay, anyway, hey, there's, there's. Uh, I mean, it's over. They're just still investigating with the new stuff they'll tell you. At least that's good instead of having, you know, nonstop 96 straight hours of the same crap over and over and over again, right? Yes. 72 or so for the high today. Uh, don't forget also this Thursday, it's the last beer club for men for the year. This Thursday from 5 to 7, I'll be at Mr. Ron's. Just make a mental note, a physical note, just a note. Make a note. Do a note. So there you go. Um, now let's play really quick, Ryan, just a couple of Trump sound bites from Friday night, and because they were really, really good. And it just paints the picture, right? Let's start with 148. 148. He's telling, listen, he does these things, by the way, because he knows the media does, they, there's a lot of fake news. You know, last week there was a story from Bloomberg. Oh, Deutsche Bank was, oh, they were hit with uh, by Mueller's probe. They were subpoenaed. Trump's financials were subpoenaed. They got to get him. This is it. They got him. And then by the end of the day, well, actually, we were wrong about that. Sorry, there was no subpoena to Deutsche Bank for Trump's financials. Whoops. There were, like, ma- several major mistakes last week. Several. So that's why Trump goes and does these rallies, because he can speak directly to the people. And let me tell you, people love watching. If he wa- And he needs to be entertaining, otherwise it gets boring. Who the hell wants to watch George Bush or Barack Obama or Bill Clinton give a speech? I mean, it's just boring. It's boring. Trump's entertaining as hell. That's another key. It's all done for a reason. So anyway... He's cutting through, as he says, the fake media, because they won't report the things that he says. Let's start with 148. Listen to this.
1: And I've strengthened our relationships with America's allies and asked other NATO members to pay their fair share. And now the money is pouring in. The money is pouring in. Remember, I went to NATO a year ago and these fake people back here, they were saying Donald Trump's performance at NATO was unacceptable. You know why? You know why they said it? Because I told the people of NATO standing right behind me, while they were standing behind me, they've been delinquent, they haven't been paying. I said, you got to pay, you got to pay. You got to pay. You got to pay. And now they've taken in because of that. And I guess I implied, if you don't pay, we're out of there, right? And I took more heat from the press, they said, Donald Trump was rude to our allies. Well they're rude to us when they don't pay. Right,
0: they're rude to us. They are rude to us that way. That's why people like it. Yeah, we're getting crapped on, man. We got to pay for everybody else. You remember that? Which part? When you take me out to lunch, you don't want to pay. <laughs> <You're> being <laughs> so, rude to me, exactly. Oh, why should I pay? Let somebody else pay. <laughs> oh man! All right. So he continued. He continued. Let's do uh, 149 right now. He talks about it how much we have received so far this is really good because the media is not reporting this are they listen here we go
1: in the last short period of time stoltenberg who's the head of nato he's my biggest fan of the whole world because he couldn't <laughs> get anybody to pay we've taken in eleven billion dollars extra and going into twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one we will have taken in thirty three billion dollars extra and they aren't even doing what they should be doing, wow. just so you understand. It's terrible the way our country has been disrespected, but we will be disrespected no longer. Okay? That's a lot of money.
0: That's a lot of money. All right, one more. Then he talked about actually making one particular country pay us. Why haven't other presidents made this happen? Why? Here we go.
1: It helps them a hell of a lot more than it helps yeah, us. us okay the bill for NATO. And protecting should the should pay. Germany's paying 1%. We're paying 4%. Explain that one to me, right? And Germany mm-hmm. has unsustainable cash flow. I read a report. Their cash flow is unsustainable. So I said to Angela, I said, Angela, send a little of that cash flow our way. I would have played. And she said, but Donald, Donald, because we're protecting them. We have 40,000 soldiers in Germany. Nobody even knows that. I said, Angela, let us have some. She said, Donald, the German people wouldn't be happy with that. I said, well, you know what? The American people aren't happy with the way we have it now. That's right. Uh, That's right.
0: I mean, You don't think he's making that up, do you? You don't think that you think what, I, I, set that he actually said that. Yeah, I can see the, the media. Yeah, okay. he never really. That never happened. He's making that up. He's just just playing to the crowd. That's what's going on. Prove he did it. I'll Well, yeah, yeah. I'll bet you those conversations did take place because what the hell does he have to lose? You don't think that he had conversations, by the way, uh, when he was in business with the same the same kind of conversations with the same kind of people, subcontractors, you name it. What? A, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I told you the story. My grandmother yelled at him. My grandmother was a bookkeeper for a guy that developed half of Manhattan, Larry Litwin. And uh, Trump in the 70s wanted to get in on this, wanted to learn. So he'd always hang around by the office. So Larry knew Don's dad and uh, started giving little jobs here and there. And then my grandmother got mad because she thought that Trump was uh, was uh, overbilling. So she went to Larry and said, hey, Mr. Litwin, this, this Trump guy is overbilling us. Oh, yeah, he is, isn't he? Hmm, okay. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. Next thing you know, she tells me she's 94. She'll be be 95 or she'll be 94. Christmas baby. Anyway, she told me, she goes, and then next thing you know, Trump comes into the office and I say, hey, you, Trump. (laughs) (laughs) What, 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 what? You're overbilling us. Oh, I am? Yes, you are. So he knows how it works. He overbilled. He got called out. So he's calling out people, too. He knows. I'm telling. That's why I'm confident that he's telling the truth in that aspect. What are the odds, by the way, you'd have a talk show host you listen to in Tucson, Arizona, wherever you are in the country listening on the iHeartRadio app whose grandmother was a bookkeeper who yelled at Donald Trump? Tell them the stories. How phenomenal is that? Okay, okay. I'll do okay. And she would tell me. And listen, my grandmother, not a Trump fan, didn't vote for him. I don't think she did. I don't think... Didn't, didn't like him. I, what am I going to argue The 94-year-old? Whatever. Do what you want. You know, It's important in Florida, but whatever. Do what you want. Um, but, uh... I mean, she would tell me that. Uh, I mean, a lot of the developers were Jewish in Manhattan, and and you know, because you hear these stories, he's anti-Semitic, he's this. What are you nuts? She said he would he would want to basically get to know things and become friends with them. He actually took several trips that she knew with developers that were Jewish to Israel. He wanted to go, he wanted to see, he wanted to talk to them. And
2: that's how you do it. Yeah,
0: well, he hates Jews so much, he hung out with them a lot. It was for the try to learn from. Him. Yeah, there you go. Uh, So, all right, we have that. Now we're going to get into the, uh, I think we played all the sound bites. You know what? Let's do one more. We didn't play. 140, where he randomly, he went off prompter. He saw the people out there with the uh, the Blacks for Trump posters. They're in all his things, and it's a weird website. And they're a little strange. But whatever, he loved it. And then he said something again to the media doesn't report. Listen to this.
1: I love these guys. Look at these guys. Blacks for Trump. I love you. (laughs) I love you. I love you. By the way,
2: yes. now
1: that you bring it up, black home ownership just hit the highest level it's ever been in the history of our country. Congratulations.
0: But he's terrible. Yeah, those guys didn't show up over the weekend for the opening of, uh, uh, uh what, what, what museum? It was the, um, um <clears throat> Civil Rights Museum. That's what it was cuz Trump's terrible. He's the worst. blah 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 blah. Okay. Um Anyway. Um that's the latest. That's pretty much what happened. The whole speech is up on my page at knst.com. I'll put it on the Facebook page. Just chill out. It'll be there. 9:32 now on KNST, AIM 790 coming back. Uh got to get to the uh the the crazy crazy uh, uh what happened at Fordham University. A bunch of college students kicked out of a student-run coffee shop on campus because of the hats they were wearing very inclusive very diverse you have to hear it to believe it it's coming up oh and then we'll get to the stories u of a finals week university of arizona apparently some of the students can't handle the stress so the school is providing things for them to handle the stress i'll tell you what those are you kid- how are they going to make it in the real world imagine they ask their boss i just well we'll get to that it's coming up here's the latest from fox you think uh central pet yes. could do a, a grooming job on you what does that mean? Wow. I actually shaved yesterday. And it's still kind of there. Kind of. I know. They probably could. They probably... I need to... get a wash? From it? the chin thing, but... Yeah, a little... It's a power wash. It's not a bad... You know, I think they stick, like, dog in, like, this heated thing. It's, I mean, I want one of those in my house where they, you know... Because it's not like... We, it's like a big giant hair dryer. They just sit in it and dry them. How great would that be to get out of the shower and you just have that? I don't know, but I'm sure your wife would appreciate them teaching you a new trick or two, too. Ha, <laughs> ha! Ah,
3: hey, your and wife. I'm out.
0: Your wife called. Said get in the kitchen. Anyway, uh, three things. <laughs> of course, we we'll have good dinner. <laughs> I, oh my God, you too. Three things. I think it's true that I think you <laughs> need to know. Uh, number one, and this is this is just this is uh, incredible. There was a terrorist attack this morning in New York City. Uh, and uh, nobody was killed, thankfully. A twenty-seven-year-old Bangladeshi man, twenty-seven-year-old Bangladeshi man, uh, inspired by ISIS. Tried to kill people. He had a pipe bomb. Nobody knows how long he's been here, by the way, but he was worked at some kind of electrical company, and that's where apparently he made the pipe bomb, and it set off at a block from Times Square at the Port Authority, where all, well, the buses, all kinds of stuff, a lot of people walking around there, so he set it off there. People thought it was an accident at first, then he said he did it on purpose. He was injured. He's in stable condition. Three other people injured as well. Uh, His name is Akayad Allah. Shocker, right? Akayad Allah is the name of this guy. Uh, but you're right. We shouldn't do anything about, you know, predominantly Muslim countries and people coming over here and things like, oh, yeah, because we have so many uh, Irish people and uh, and Germans and, uh, and Russians and Chinese. Russians. Well, that, too. So that's the latest. Uh, thank goodness uh, nobody died. And this guy's going to be interrogated. But he is a he's a wannabe ISIS guy. He's an ISIS guy. That's what it comes down to. Second thing that I think you need to know, Congressman Devin Nunez. Devin Nunez told Fox that uh, his investigators in his office, they believe that they have uh, found, they have evidence of FISA abuse, and that's the court that the feds went to to get uh, a warrant to spy on Trump. Uh-oh, evidence of this, who's tied to that one? Third thing I think you need to know, despite Democrats and dumb Republicans like Lindsey Graham and the rest of them, that and, and Jeff Flake, that they... Whatever reason, I don't, they'd really believe, I don't think they believe Americans want this. Polls showed that even as a, as a political uh, Harvard poll showed Democrats out of 15 things asked to be important, eighth on the list was amnesty for DACA. Independents, 11th on the list of 15 amnesty for DACA. They want this done for their own political expedience, i.e. Chamber of Commerce, cheap labor. That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, nobody really thinks it's a big priority to give amnesty to DACA. Yet they want you to believe that. Three things I think you need to know. Now, um, let's play number five. Fordham University. There Apparently there's a student-run coffee shop. And you know on college campuses, they want to be accepting, right? they, they got to be accepting. They want to be tolerant. want to be diverse, uh, inclusive, right, Ryan? That's the word that you love, inclusive. Yep, yep. diversely accepted. Yes, exactly. So uh, a, a few college Republicans have heard that that's a bunch of crap, that they don't do that. They're not accepting in inclusive and things like that. So they show up to this, again, they're Fordham University students, these college Republicans, they show up at the student-run coffee shop in Make America Great Again hats. Oh, shit! here
3: we go! Yes,
0: yes. And what happened was the lady, uh, the student that was the volunteer to, to work there, basically wanted them out. Listen to this.
2: Oh, over me, thank you. Five minutes. If you don't leave, I'm going to get you guys so Thank you. This,
1: is like, this says nothing about supporting five political identity. Minutes. That says nothing about politics. To get
2: out you have no idea do any of this. Yeah, I actually no. do. On what I'm purpose? protecting my customers. From what? what? we are your customers? We bought something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want people like you supporting this club. Oh. Well then you should include no that I want to refund my coffee. Yeah. Then I want to refund my coffee. Like yeah, then, our 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 club. Club. then I want to like so refund my coffee. Yeah. Then you give us all refunds and we'll leave. Well, you drank it. You have your coffee. I have not actually. Do not. Outsmart me. pause
0: I'm it. I'm gonna, hang on, we gonna repeat that. Do not try to outsmart me. You know, it's only a matter of time, by the way, until my wife and I tell that to our sons. <laughs> do not try to outsmart me when they try to do something. You know what's gonna happen. They come from me. They're gonna be smart. They are smart. My wife's involved as well. But you gotta be crafty. Like the Beastie Boys. Yes. Okay. Listen, here we go. I love it.
2: Well you drank it. I have it actually you not actually I'm giving you four minutes now. Please
0: leave. It went from five, by the way, she goes from five to four to three very quickly in this minute, 23 second video. And, uh, and, and it's just, it's so damn good, man. It is so damn good. Um, this is, this is just, this is crazy, crazy stuff. That is what's going on. Uh, and, and I just, can you imagine that as a wife? You, your husband, yeah, no, I totally, I, I, yeah, I picked up the poop in the back. do not
2: try to outsmart me. (laughs)
0: Awesome. Alright, let's continue. Here we go. Been, four
2: minutes. I did I had my oh, coffee I should no, Four, four minutes. minutes. I have minutes. Like to take a picture of this document. Okay, and four minutes. Now please we'll pack yourself up and go. Thank you very much. Whoa. Very soon it will uh, be three minutes.
0: Very soon. Wow, You're trying to please. be threatening. Why are you being threatened?
2: Because you are threatening the integrity of our club. How? This is a community standard. You are wearing hats that completely
0: violate safe space policy. Right there, you are wearing hats that completely violate safe space policy. They're wearing Make America Great Again hats. And apparently she wants to protect her customers from that is what she said. And she needs to kick these other students out that pay 70 grand a year to go to Fordham University because their hats are completely violating the safe space policy at this coffee shop known as uh, Rodrigues, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E apostrophe S
2: let's continue you are wearing hats but completely violating the super space following how it. I'm does this, this hat have, have, have to go. yes it does what is it? Three, <laughs> three minutes! three, three minutes! minutes. fascism! Oh, nazis! okay I do what do see, you want? three I not minutes! Not, I do not see fascism nazis on this hat I three, three minutes! three minutes! there's an American flag on there
0: too what amazed me even more is that there's no cursing in that whole video. But that video is on my page at KnST.com. I'll put it up on my Facebook page. Like it and follow it, please. Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. So these these uh you know, very, very inclusive uh people in college um wanted these people with American flag hats that said make America great again out because they violate the safe space stuff, whatever that is. Um she has a problem with them being here. Now, if you were to ask that same dopey student. What about illegal aliens? They should be here. We should allow them. We don't need a wall. How much do you want to bet? That she has a problem with the wall. We should allow people into this country that just want to have a better life. And uh, but these guys that just want a cup of coffee, they were there just to just study and, and they want to see if they get kicked out, and they did. They didn't start trouble. They wore the hats. Now you can't wear a hat? Get out. Uh they took a screenshot on this campus reform story. Uh, Rodrique's Coffee House has a safer space policy—not safe, but safer. They st- Rodrique's strives to be a safer space on Fordham's campus. For these reasons, consider the following: Do not make assumptions about someone's gender, sexuality, race, class, or experiences. Be aware of your own identity while being considerate of the personhood of your peers. Be mindful. Of the ways in which your words and actions impact others, because she wasn't, right? Okay, Be aware of the boundaries of others' space, physical or otherwise, and respect their consent. No racism, no sexism, no homophobia. Why don't they add no Trump? If you feel that someone has transgressed this policy, we want you to feel comfortable confronting them or approaching a member behind the counter who's available as a resource to assist you. That chick was behind the counter. She was nuts. She was nuts. She's the crazy resource. Yes, she is. Uh, apparently, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> She's a crazy, train. Uh, apparently, they say on, on a website that this is what is this coffee shop is open to all. The shop is the only on campus club that provides a dang, daily tangible service to the members, to all members of the Fordham community through low priced organic and fair trade coffee drinks, as well as an open community space. Unless you believe things that we don't like, then it's not very open. So get out of here. Maybe that chick should try decaf, huh? No. Apparently, somebody reviewed it and said, that place sucks. It's only good for uh, unfriendly hipsters, which it kind of seemed that way. So there you go. I'm kicking you out uh, because of your hat and your beliefs, you jerks.
1: Unfriendly hipsters.
0: Unfriendly hipsters.
1: I thought they were supposed to be friendly. We got a couple here in the building.
0: Well, but they're. We got one. Yeah, there's one. We're down to one and
1: uh <laughs> we're down to one and hipster. he's
0: really too old to be a hipster he tries to think he's young but he's really old it's not good you know it's actually his hip his hip is hurting <laughs> and he thinks i'm a hipster anyway uh 951 <laughs> i'll tell you what uh the snowflakes at the u of a are getting this week to deal with the stress of finals oh guess what the school's providing them it's coming up in five knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk